You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. Go Wild is a free social community created for and by hunters. This means that unlike mainstream social media, your trophy pictures won't be censored. They're encouraged. As you spend time on Go Wild, you will earn awesome rewards such as gift cards, free swag, and big discounts on brands like Garmin and Vortex. You will even earn $10 just for signing up. Visit DownloadGoWild.com and sign up today. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Oh, no, no, no. Andy. Oh, did Andy take my spot? Did, okay. you, did you listen okay. to last week's yeah, show? Yeah, I, I listened to it. Him Dude, and his shitty dad was, joke. He was a nat. First well, that, all, that was a bad dad first, joke. First, that was a great dad joke. No. It's not it my was, fault you didn't get it. No, I, everybody got it. It was freaking horrible. Everybody understood. Half of a day. I'm, I'm, I'm whatever. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, dude, his intro was, it was, he's a straight natural at it. I thought it was okay. Well, let's, was okay. let's go again. Go. Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. See that saying? A little, that sounded a little fake. over the top. Yeah, a little you're over trying the way top. too hard. No, there. That was, you know what? Fine. Now you do the with the with your host part. With your host, Nate Thomas, Michael Winstead, and Andy Humphill. Oh shit! This is a competition now. We we'll just have to try it out every week. This is fun for me at this point. You know who can't do it? Me. I Nate. know he kind of sucks. Kind of sucks at it. I mean, I did it just fine for like ninety or eighty-five episodes. I wouldn't call it. Pull, I wouldn't pull the plug. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't call it fine, but okay. We'll go with that. How's it going, fellas? Yeah, it's going good. <laughs> we actually got a pretty long episode today, so we yes, we do. We do. Don't want to BS too much, do we? Why, why the hell not? They can listen to it. I guess it's a good show. So it's, it's a really good episode. Definitely a good show. Pretty. I mean, I don't know if inspirational is the right word, but for kinda, me, it, that's the word I want to use. He got he got me really excited for elk hunting. Yeah. Like well, let's let's move on to that. It got me so day. excited, I realized I done messed up and missed the Forgot. application date to put in for Arizona. Yeah. So job. now I'm going to be a year's point behind. Smooth move. And I just screwed up. Let's let's talk to Micah for a second, because uh, you going this year? It's up in the air right now. I mean, just kind of put him on the spot right now. Yeah, I know. No, it's up. In I, the air. I realize it's up in the air. What do you would you say your percentage chances are that you're getting to go right now? Sure. 
50 50. Well, that's, so not, that's not good news. You're saying there's a chance. That's not yeah. good news. He's usually optimistic about it. No, I mean, I'm pretty, if I push the subject, I know I can do it. You can do anything you and want. Some, once. Some, and, and to be honest, some things have come to light to where it's more likely that I probably will go. Is my so. sister leaving you? No. Damn. <laughs> no. So, Today, no. I mean, there's good odds. Yeah. We talked to our buddy Will. Will yep. Judson. Yeah, and, we, and we've actually talked about him on the show before. Yep. Oh, have, I don't yeah. remember which episode it was, but we, our, we brought uh, him recap. up. recap. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Will, uh, Will we met in Colorado last year. Mm-hmm. Me, yeah. me and Andy – well, Andy first, and then me and Andy <laughs> together, and uh, <clears throat> it's just an awesome story. I mean, Will is literally a, in my opinion, an a inspiration badass. to people who want to go out west who don't know what the hell to do or who the hell to do it with. Yeah, um, you don't have to have anybody. I mean, it's probably better, but he was by himself. Uh, not only was he by himself, he pushed himself to his limits. If you listen to what he talks about in the show, mm-hmm. and then uh, then actually took gets some it guts. Done. It did, yeah. You know, it makes me kind of, kind of think well, I'm kind of a bitch. <laughs> like yeah. you, you know, if you think about the stuff he's saying, I'm like, I'd have stayed at the truck, yeah, for the night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, my thing is, I'm like, it'd be cool, but I really enjoy doing it with buddies, you know, mm. and family and stuff like that. So yeah. the camaraderie of it. But I mean, I could do it, but just my style of hunting i would i like the way we do it too right. so but it, it, it's it just does, awesome yeah. it kind of shows the two different styles yeah. yeah yeah so i mean it's a really good story it is um, got two partners for today's show before we uh, get into it our friends over at Cuddyback digital uh use the code m-o-w-w-22 for 10 percent off mm-hmm. um you i got a, of- i got a really depressing photo today <laughs> in my actually i posted it on our instagram which this is going to come out six days from now. But if you go back to our Instagram and Facebook, whatever else, uh, February 9th, I I put out corn and mineral hoping to get some deer come back just to my area. Take some inventory. I really just want one photo of one deer. That's all I really give a shit about. And uh, instead, all I've gotten for the past two weeks or however long I put that, that stuff out and moved that camera over there, Look. Is a shit ton of raccoons. Ninety-seven raccoons, and, and now they're having sex in front of my stand, on. in front of my camera. <laughs> not only they're are they eating all my corn, they're banging right in front of my camera for me. <laughs> you dirty Mike and the boys. <laughs> <laughs> we will have sex in your car again. It will happen. <laughs> uh, so it's just kind of almost like, what do you call that? Funny, some sort of comedy, you know. Like, <laughs> like they're they're looking at my camera and just going at it, <coughs> raccoon yeah. style. Is that called raccoon style? It is I now, it. yeah. <laughs> and now so. the squirrels have gotten into the freaking action and all over with camera pictures too. So check them out. Yeah, we uh, know it's not prime camera season right now, but uh, be thinking about next year. You know. Yep, it's a good time to buy cameras. It is yeah, stock good time up on to stock cameras. Up. I, and this time I do like I need to go out and kind of refresh batteries and stuff. But I do like taking inventory, see what's made it. You can start monitoring if you know sheds are falling. Uh, almost that. shed yeah. season. Start, you know, if you got a buck with a shed one day and then or a antler on his head one day and not the next. Yep. You, it could be on your farm. Go out and find it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'll do a little update actually. So I put my cameras out. 245 days ago. Battery and still, I still have battery. Nice. Them, with Thank the battery you, packs. Yeah, with so, the battery pack. That's awesome. Yeah. So check them out. Midwest Gunworks, new partner of ours this year. Yep. Um, we're going to be doing some cool stuff with them. Uh, inventory issues are 
delaying some things, but uh, we're going to be doing some cool things with them this year. Well, I think um, there's a reason because check out their their <laughs> site, check out their uh, their prices, and uh, I think you'll you'll see why their inventory issues there. Yeah, yeah. Compared to everything else, they it's, are they do a great job, and they have all kinds of stuff. Use the code MWW five five percent off any yeah. order with them. Every little bit helps. Yes, it does. Pay for that shipping or taxes or what the hell ever. You know, yep, I mean, yep. it, it, it's better than not getting it. So uh, check them out. And uh, y'all got anything else? Let's get to it. Let's oh. get into our show with Will Judson. Which one of y'all want to do it? We could do th- this. Is the no? Missouri don't don't freaking Woods do that. Somebody, and no water podcast. All right. <laughs> Okay, with us tonight we got our friend Will Judson from Indiana. What's up, man? How you doing? Good. What's hanging yeah. out? What's uh, Indiana? What state is that? What's that called? What's Indiana. your <laughs> Indiana? I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's the we're, state. We're Indiana. the Show Me State. What are you? Uh, we're the Hoosiers. You know, the Hoosier uh, State. Yeah, I guess that's, that's real original. Born. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, basketball is yeah pretty popular here. Indy yeah, five hundred. There you go. Yeah. Stuff like that. Things uh, I do not care about. <laughs> <laughs> like it says, things I do not care about. I don't about. care about basketball and I don't care about racing. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Will, so uh, before we talk about today's topic, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, tell everybody where you're from, what you do, which we already said the where you're from part. And since we're going to be talking about Western elk hunting, what's your favorite thing about going out west? Yeah. Um, so my name is Will Judson. Um, I'm a manufacturing engineer in Indianapolis. Um, work for uh, Yamaha out here. Uh, we make stainless steel boat propellers. Um, been doing that for six years. But um, and then um, going out west. Uh, you know, it, I only started hunting back in. 2016 um and uh like just hunting in general yeah i, I didn't, okay. I really didn't like grow it. up i didn't grow up uh hunting so uh hunting was, was definitely like a newer thing for me um and i uh the west has always like attracted me um in some way uh i guess the the biggest thing that like or like drew me out there was actually a trip that I took with my wife and my in-laws to, um, to Wyoming, uh, back in I think, uh, 2017, um, around that time period. And I was just like, um, you know, you just feel so small out there, right? Like yeah, everything good way to just explain it. is so massive and, uh, just looks like, um, you know, there's an adventure around every corner there or like some beautiful, you know, sight to see. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm always interested in the mountains and things like that. So yeah, um, awesome. that's what drew me out. And you jumped off the deep end. I was about to say, you started hunting 16 is like, yep, that's what I want. He's on a solo (laughs) backpacking elk hunt by himself. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So did you grow up in Indiana? Uh, I actually, yeah, I, I grew up in Indiana, but I also grew up in New York city. Um, okay. There's, uh, is there a lot of deer there or 
<laughs> upstate New York. No, you were, yeah. you he said New York City. I tonight. know, but I'm just saying you could go upstate. I hear about upstate New York all the he's time. He's trying to have one-liners tonight. And it's just <laughs> really not, is. They're not panning out for him. I'm just, I'm just in a happy mood to see Will again. Haven't seen him in a long time. It's been a while. It's a, yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. good experience for you. And uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're the one who killed one, but uh, <laughs> no, yeah. Um, you know, I think uh, definitely. Uh, yeah, no hunting in New York City, and you can see why. And kind of like grow up around that. Uh, I spent uh, six years of my life out there, like fourth grade uh, through being a sophomore in high school. And um, but I think it kind of helped uh, develop me in a like more independent m- manner to like have that kind of mindset for mm-hmm. you know uh, mm-hmm. doing something like this because uh, like there. Um, you know, you got a little bit more freedom as a, um, you know, teenager or, um, young adult, like you're not, uh, you're not restricted by like having to have a car or someone drive you around to get anywhere. It's like, I want to go to this part of the city. Like I can go, you know, um, take care of myself type deal. Mm -hmm. And I think that makes um, sense. Just getting a little bit of that, like independence, um, definitely, I think uh, helps with the mindset going into doing something like a solo elk hunt, but um, I'm not going to say it's hundred percent it, but uh, yeah. I think it, it helped. So the trip we met was not your first trip out. Um, kind of w- what did you start hunting? Like you started in 2016. Was that just deer or kind of small game or. Yeah. Um, so uh, in 2016, I started uh, whitetail hunting. Um, actually one of my, uh, good friends, he was like, uh, you know, asked me if I was possibly interested in it. It's like, yeah, I mean, um, you know, I'd never done it before. Um, didn't know what to kind of expect. It was like, it's like one of those things where I didn't, I didn't even really know anyone that hunted like growing up. Right. So, um, just, you're just kind of like separated from that culture or like, um, the idea of, uh, going out there, and, uh, being in nature, getting your, getting food, things like that. Um, yeah. and, uh, you know, I already liked being, uh, outside. So it was kind of like a, <clears throat> I guess, uh, uh, something to try. And, um, it's like my first year I started in, uh, during firearm season, uh, it's, it runs three weekends here in Indiana. So I went out all three weekends. And then on the last weekend, um, I missed a doe oh, at like 30, 30, 35 yards um, with a shotgun. And it was like, stop, after that. Stop right there. Yeah. So that was your first year hunting. Yeah. Can you, can you go back? Because it's pretty cool that you are almost – still a really fresh hunter right like almost brand new Mm -hmm. still can you go back to the feeling that what was going through like your body and mind the adrenaline that that shot with her oh yeah can you remember Uh, all that yeah i i mean it's definitely one of those moments where you're just like yeah elevated adrenaline um you're just like i mean after spending two previous weekends um out there not really seeing anything 
I wasn't even sure what I was doing. You know, it's just like, I'm sitting, like sitting in this uh, deer stand with a gun, right? Like, I don't know anything about deer. You know, I'm just, I'm just out here, like with the expectation that I'm just going to sit here and wait until something shows up right. type deal. Um, and uh, actually, I think it's like the first time um, I really like understood that like deer make noise the the blowing sound and um something must have spooked uh, the two there was two does that uh, actually came in um within range and it's like i i heard them coming out of the brush um uh, while while blowing and um they were um you know kind of like standing out in the open and i'm you know, shooting a shotgun, uh, with a smooth, uh, smooth bore cylinder, no scope, you know, like, yep. um, not the most accurate and, thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, just, uh, you know, you're just like looking, uh, you know, uh, looking down the side and, you know, I, I felt good, but, um, and then I shot and, um, it was actually, uh, down at my, uh, family's property. Um, uh, we had like a, uh, my great grandfather had a, uh, uh, a dairy operation back in the day and, um, they closed that up in the nineties and really just became like a, a hunting spot for, uh, one of the family friends that live close down there. And, uh, so, uh, when I was interested in hunting, he showed me around the property, um, you know, let me use his tree stands, stuff like that. So, um, it was kind of helpful, um, having, uh, having a little bit of that or, you know, somewhere to go. A little guidance there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, um, uh, but I, yeah, I just remember, uh, taking that shot and, you know, I'm like shaking, uh, you know, <laughs> yep you think you think you you don't know if you hit it or not um call up the uh the family friend i'm like hey i just shot at a doe i don't know if i hit it he came and uh, came over and like took a look and all we found was some hair oh man and no blood or anything like that so he kind of like uh you know uh left a like a you know, bad taste in your mouth as far as like, man, like that's not how um, it's supposed to go. Yeah. You know, or you just like, uh, I just felt like I wasn't prepared or anything like that. So, uh, as, as much as I should be for like that moment. So, yeah. Um, really focused on that coming year, like, you know, figuring out what I need to do. Um, and that's where I got like kind of a little like hyper obsessed about like doing your own research YouTube, uh, forums, all that kind of stuff. And listening to the Missouri Woods and Water podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shameless plug. All right. Well, I, was, I thought that was kind of cool just because it was so recent, you know, that it's, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you were an adult by then too. You know, a lot yeah. of people can't remember when they were a kid and took their first shot at a, a deer or whatever it was. But I mean, this was pretty yeah. recent for you. So then you you got into deer hunting more obviously and got crazier with it as far as mm-hmm. your ability to prepare when did you start picking up the bow 
so that so the 2017 season the following year i actually uh went to cabela's and bought a crossbow uh, because i was like i need to spend more time like getting out there and mm-hmm. kind of figuring this out because um, here the uh, archery season you know, opens october 1st and um I felt like three weeks is not enough time or three weekends is not enough time to like, kind of like learn in a year or oh, something. Expect, yeah, you know? for sure. Especially not in one and, year to figure out, you know, figure it all out. Yeah. Um, and I just, you know, it just wanted uh, extended opportunity. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I go a few times during the bow season. I actually miss a big buck at like, 35 yards oh, with dang. my crossbow as well. <laughs> um, it was like one of those things where like I'm sitting in the tree stand and I'm not like paying attention. I'm like looking at my phone for something and I like look up and there's a deer, you know, a uh, big buck. And I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> you know, yeah. like uh, you, you're just totally uh, caught off off guard on that. You know, it's like um, I didn't learn how to like, just, I don't know sit and stay still be patient in the woods um type deal and it's like it was kind of like a missed opportunity uh there um and uh so yeah uh miss him and i i come back the the following week and um uh then i shoot my first uh deer which happened to be an eight point buck oh wow um and uh you don't mess on. around with his learning curve. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I'm going to try this, and boom, done. Um, yeah, at the time, I was driving a Honda Civic, so uh, <laughs> um, that you, you can imagine putting that inside of a inside of a Civic and uh, taking it to the processor. Probably um, a few strange looks along the way. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I remember – uh, pulling up to the processor, you know, filling out the paperwork. She's like, where's your deer? And I'm like, pop the truck. <laughs> <laughs> She's like in there. Yeah. So his feet were like, uh, uh by the center console. You know, <laughs> oh my. <back> my. <laughs> <laughs> I put the back seat down, you know, so he could fit my, uh, my uncle came out with me. So, it was kind of funny. I wish I had a picture of that. <laughs> that would be um, great. Yep. That would have been a good one. But I didn't remember to do it. But um, no, um, yeah, following that, um, uh, I decided that uh, like, or I felt like the crossbow was too easy at that point. Or, you know, you wanted, you're just like, I want the added challenge. Yeah. Um, so Check that uh, off the following list. year. Yeah, it was like I got that first year, you know, jitters out of the way. Um, ended up also taking a doe during firearm season that year, um, and then I was like, "Well, I want I want to up the challenge here," and uh, went out and got a compound bow that following season. And yep, um, rest is history. So what yeah. I, I can envision will here is you know for for the listener they've heard this in our intro when when they hear it, but. Will obviously went out west by himself, and we all know he's going to tell the story. But it seems like you're a guy that wants to continue to uh, challenge yourself. So, yeah. you know, I, I can see Will, like, in two years out in you know, Colorado with a freaking serrated knife running through the woods, 
I've, I've done it with a, a compound. I've done it with a traditional bow. I used an Adelau. That worked. Now I'm just straight knifing it. <laughs> Onto the spear. <laughs> yeah. Rambo style. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I, I uh, Definitely the, uh, the challenge is a, like, um, a very, like, motivational uh, aspect to it. You know, um, uh, when you, I don't know, um, I think it means more when you can like, um, you know, uh, Without a doubt. yeah, I, I know what you're trying to say. When it has that added effect, I mean, the harder it is, the more it means to you. Yeah. 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 Um, it just, uh, you know, it doesn't feel as satisfying to, you know, just, you know, uh, not really work for something and kind of get mm-hmm. get it handed to you or anything like that. But mm-hmm. um, you certainly worked for it. Know, so we'll we'll get to the story, but you certainly worked yeah. for it. So really, you just stepped out of that progression because um, you know, like we mentioned that you know this, the year we met you wasn't the first trip out there. So so you decided in 2020 to take a a west uh, elk hunting trip out west. Kind of describe yeah. that trip to us a little bit and. Uh, um, I think it'd be neat for the listeners to know, see the two experiences because they're very two very different experiences for you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. how did you prepare for your first uh, Western hunt trip? And then we'll get into how you prepared for last year's trip. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the initial or the the first trip, yeah. Um, kind of prepared by, um, like. Uh, I don't know, just looking up on stuff on YouTube, doing uh, what I I ordered that uh, Elk 101 class, you know, just kind of like I, everything that anyone's, you know, it's like, well, how do you elk hunt? You know, it's just like, well, here's like the basics, you know, um, uh, kind of go through it and, um, uh, you know, learned a lot from that. I was, I don't know, just watched the crap ton of uh, youtube to be honest right uh, for some of that and then um and you're one of those guys that doesn't every single one of us sitting here and everybody that i know that elk hunts knew other people that already elk hunted Mm -hmm. you You were you were like you were you i mean it it, there was you didn't yeah i um didn't know anybody um you know it was like i um back in 2019, like the year before I went, I was like, I want to go do this. Right. Um, and like presented the thought to, you know, uh, some of my friends and they're like, yeah, like that kind of sounds cool or whatever. And then it's just like, then once you start getting into like the nitty gritty of like all the stuff that (laughs) kind of gets into it, you know, it's like, Oh, you gotta be, you know, physically trained for it. You gotta, you know, it's like, very low odds of maybe even seeing one, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's expensive, um, especially, you know, elk tag out in Colorado is almost $700 now. So, right. yeah. Um, and, um, I think, uh, it, it was just, um, I was, you know, it's it more of like the, the challenge and, you know, just the, it, just an excuse to go out West too. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I, um, I just like being out there in the mountains. Um, and, uh, but, uh, 
anyways, uh, yeah, preparing for that trip, I, um, you know, uh, it was, you know, working out, um, learning a few things. I, I didn't really focus on, uh, calling too much, uh, as, as something to learn. Um, I decided to go with a guide, um, okay. mostly, um, because, um, I didn't really know what to expect. Uh, and I was trying to drag a couple friends out there. Mm -hmm. Um, I did end up, um, bringing a couple friends with me on that trip. Um, cause I, I was kind of hoping that, you know, it's like, um, uh, get them the bug, right? Like, like start, oh, this is awesome. start the start a tradition yeah. type thing. Yeah. You know, um, and, uh, what, uh, we went, how did you in, decide, uh, early... like, how'd you find the outfitter you chose? Did you do, I mean, just oh, yeah. online research uh, or no, uh, actually, uh, I got, um, got the contact for the outfitter, um, through a friend, uh, I knew in college, actually, uh, she lived out in Colorado and, um, I, was, I just mentioned that, uh, or is like, I went to Colorado for, um, my anniversary, uh, the year before or mm -hmm. something like that. And, um, you know, uh, she like, uh, sent me a message asking like, well, how'd you like Colorado? I was like, oh, I like it a ton. I think I'm going to try to go out there, uh, elk hunting, uh, sometime. And then, um, she's like, Oh, like my, uh, I, I know I got a friend that, uh, guides out there, you know, uh, oh, cool. I'll give you his contact. Right. Um, so that's how I, um, ended up um, getting me uh, hooked up with the, the outfitter. Um, he was uh, uh, was uh, in Creek Outfitters. Um, they're uh, they're uh, unit 44. So uh, that unit is a draw unit. So okay. but it's you only need one point to, to draw. So um, learned how to do the whole like draw process and yep. etc um my first year uh doing it and it was basically 100 percent guaranteed to get an elk tag right one point but um so yeah um uh, that's how i uh guys got set up there cool. um yeah did the fully guided uh hunt with um you know it's kind of nice because uh, that year we had that terrible snowstorm that hit in like early September mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I, uh, and there was also a fire ban. Yep. So, yep. um, you know, uh, we were all like soaking wet from the snow, um, that, uh, one of those days and I'm pretty sure, uh, my one friend, uh, would have died out in the oh, no. because, he he didn't bring like like a cold weather bag like or and uh we didn't have anything to like dry off with right so mm -hmm. um having the outfitter uh it was nice because like in the bad weather they actually like took us back to their uh cabin like let us dry all our clothes out you know like um it was uh yeah that would have came in close. not as rough an experience you know so sure. have have a little bit of amenities, right? 
So what what changed from two years ago, 2020, which is when you went out with some buddies uh, Mm -hmm. to an outfitter, which I think is a natural progression for a lot of people who especially have never elk hunted before as a group. That's a natural. Hell, I'm about to go backwards. Right. Yeah, no <laughs> that's a, like a, that's a natural progression. Like I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where to go. Mm-hmm. You know, this that was a natural progression to the ex- and and this is why we're doing the show with you because it's awesome. It's so freaking awesome what you did last year. Not a lot of people would have the guts to even try it, let try alone what do what did. you did. But um, what changed from going from with friends at an outfitter to by myself on public ground? with a, my, my pack on my back? Um, basically it was, it was like that thing, uh, you know, like when I went with the outfitter, uh, I was not successful. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't, I didn't even give it like a chance to draw on, uh, and it was a bull only unit. So, oh, okay. uh, we saw elk, um, and, but there was no opportunities, right. That kind of presented itself. Mm-hmm. And, um, kind of like the, the deer hunting story, it was like, um, I just kind of had like the chip on my shoulder as far as like, I need to, or like, I'm, I'm, you know, I want to figure this out. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm, uh, you know, uh, I'm really interested in this. Um, I need to learn what I'm doing. Um, kind of like, you know, spent like a year kind of like um, stewing in my brain essentially, as far as like, well, I gotta, I gotta figure this out type deal, you know? Um, and, um, the original intention wasn't really to go by myself to do it. It was, uh, it kind of happened to go that way because, um, I don't think, uh, anyone else, uh, that would have gone could have committed the time, um, that I really kind of allotted for it. Cause it was like, um, you know, I try to, uh, I was trying to structure, uh, my trip to be, uh, as time efficient as possible. Um, when I went with the guide, um, you know, it was like, I drove out to Colorado on a Saturday. Like we didn't actually start hunting until like Monday afternoon, and, mm-hmm. you know, I was like in Colorado on a Saturday. And it was like, I lost a day and a half just like, because of like scheduling, you know, or like, right. I could have been out there like, uh, hitting it. And, um, I, I didn't want to, you know, it was like, if I'm going to drive out there, uh, pay the money for a tag, I'm going to do, uh, you know, spend, uh, as much time hunting as possible, you know? So I kind of like, Pretty much a lot of myself seven days of hunting for this trip not counting uh, not counting travel but seven full days of just being out there getting yeah. after it yeah because you know it's like you hear a lot of stories of just like uh a lot of people just don't figure it out until you know a uh, days seven through ten you know like um yeah you're exactly right. you're you're especially if you're going somewhere you don't you're not familiar with or um you just don't you just don't know too much about the terrain, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, so speaking of terrain and, and kind of not knowing much about the area, how did you your, your preparation? Did I mean what tools did you start using? Was it Onyx? Was it Go Hunt? Um, you know, Google Earth. How did you start picking out, narrowing down where you? Because there's, I mean, quite a bit of over the counter OTC elk uh, places. Uh, 
yeah. units, whatever you yeah. call it. But then uh, I just think it's cool that we we happen to be in the same spot of all of Colorado, which you meet people all the time. But sure, well, we went. We met more people last year, and we there was less people last year than in years prior. But we met and like formed friendships talk with to people more last people year, last yeah. year than we ever have. Yeah, yeah. Was, um, and I'm guessing did the the bug not bite your buddies as bad as you were hoping, or was it just more of a time thing, the schedule thing, like you were talking? Um, not to throw you know, them on like, the bus. But. No, yeah, it's like the other. Uh, friends were not deer hunters per se. I like they've like, I've gotten them into deer hunting and like other hunting activities. Right. Like we do small game and, um, you know, when we can, but it was, um, I think one friend, uh, he basically was like starting a new job and it was like, Mm. you know, just like one of those situations where he's like, I really don't want to, you know, it's like, I can, I can go out there, but I'm only going to go for four days. And I'm like, well, I can't really like, or like, I'm not going to drive you back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, I'm not going to take you or pick you up from the airport, drive you back uh, type deal. It's like, uh, I kind of, you know, it's like it, the logistics around it was just going to be a nightmare, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, didn't want, uh, really want to worry about that, but, um, uh, so as far as preparation, where, where did, yeah. where, how did that change? Like talk about the, like, what did you use after to, to get ready for your solo hunt? Once you found out, okay, I'm going alone. I got to find a place to go. Yeah. How'd you, how'd you pick it? Um, so the majority of what I was using was on X. Okay. Um, I actually, uh, I, I did use go hunt to basically do more, uh, research on units. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, you know, I, I hadn't used it before. Um, and I was like, well, I might as well like check it out and see what, you know, is there something I'm missing out? Cause like there's, there's a ton of people that use it. Right. right. Um, and, um, I thought what was great with go hunt, it was, um, giving you a little bit more, uh, in-depth perspective than what you could get just by looking at a topo map, you know, mm-hmm. or like, or, um, you got like, more insights to it talking about um you know kind of like the terrain access what to expect type deal yeah um you know and i was uh, kind of my mindset with um uh, with picking a unit was like um i did not want to pick something that was incredibly steep or wow. uh i drive i also drive a, a two-wheel drive truck right so mm-hmm. um i can't um I don't want to pick somewhere that I mean, Gohan also tells you is like, you know, access for roads and things like that. So, right. um, I, I wanted to make sure it was like, I was safely going to get in and out. Like, um, you know, that I didn't have to worry about like getting stuck in some ditch or something like that, or, you know, some rough terrain that, um, uh, you know, uh, I've gotten stuck with my truck a couple of times and it's, <laughs> it's not fun. So, um, just so ponied sure that up for was... that four-wheel drive package. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, definitely next time I buy a truck, I will get the four-wheel oh, drive. I was, but... I'm a fan of your truck. I thought it was cool looking. Yeah. Truck. Nice. Yeah. It, it's uh, but it was the only thing available at the time I was looking. So yeah. Yep. But uh, um, 
but yeah so and then you know it was i mean like looking at the that unit in particular you know it's just like it didn't look too steep um i called ahead to the God, I, feel like uh, it's I think the force <laughs> <laughs> well I, I guess like in uh in perspective right in, in perspective of like other units right exactly. yeah comparatively because yeah. like all of colorado is steep but uh um i also called ahead to i think the either the forest service or um, people that uh, work in the area and just kind of be like, is there water, you know, like, um, yeah, you know, like, is there something I should be worried about? Like um, uh, wildfires, smoke, etc. cetera. Um, I called them the week before and mm-hmm. they said, Oh, that was good. So it was, uh, I felt pretty confident. They say anything about and, bears. Cause I know like when we first started going to the area, uh, we've been to that same area that we met several times, and they warned us about bears. But I was just curious if they happened to say anything. Uh, they said there were bears, but uh, they didn't. They uh, not really a problem. Didn't seem to really like say they they were an issue or anything. So, gotcha. um, but um, no, yeah. So everything kind of like lined up with that unit. I knew. I also knew that it was, uh, you know. Uh, I guess um, a somewhat popular unit, but like, yeah, uh, you know, so like there had to be a reason why uh, people might uh, decide to go out there to that one, right? Mm-hmm. It's just, um, just kind of like cut your teeth on or something like that. So, because mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, and that's, I mean, obviously nowadays that's just that's OTC units in Colorado in general. They're just, yeah, they're all going right. to have people in them or other hunters, yeah. especially yeah. they, they got rid of several units last couple, year that used to be years OTC. ago. Yeah. They started to, to put a few on to draw. Yeah. And yeah. then like he was talking about that they're, they're like one point units. They're not like a lot of unit like points to draw those units that they went from OTC to, uh, but to there's draw. a cap on those tags at that point, but there's yeah. a cap on tags. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, let's, uh, so you, you did a lot of research up front. You did one thing that I have no problem doing, but I don't know why more people won't just try it. And that's pick up a phone and call. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a lot of information last year, um, on new States that we're looking at trying to get into just by calling their parks and wildlife departments and yeah. asking questions. Um, just what do we have to do here? I mean, are, can you give me some information about this unit or whatever? Um, less people do that i think just because they're scared to make that call maybe or they're yeah. worried about pissing somebody off but kind of their job so <clears throat> that's i think that probably was helpful for you yeah i was kind of hoping that i'd like get a hold of a biologist and be like can you just tell me where the elk are you know? <laughs> <laughs> i'll slip you a 50 <laughs> yeah. on a map show me where they're at point <laughs> in the general area but, um but uh, I get whoever I talked to was also like, oh, you know, like I know someone that got a bull out of this area, you know, like so. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like it was based on data from, you know, anecdotal uh, data from the previous year, right? right. So it's like it's not something you can rely on. But it was like, oh, you know, like I keep that in the kind of like back of my mind. Right, mm-hmm. right. Well, cool. Okay, so take us to the like day one now, and you know how. What did you, I mean, what was your plan of action? Was your plan of action to, to park the truck and uh, backpack camp? What was your initial plan? Did it change? And, uh, you know, kind of just take us 
day by day and we'll get to the uh the fun parts yeah um so uh my my uh, plan initially was to like get there uh hike in set up a base camp um and kind of like you know set up a base camp with like maybe three to four days worth of uh supplies um and it's like if i needed to be close enough to the truck that i could like go back um and uh re-up if i needed to right um and like be prepared to just leave you know or like go somewhere else in the unit right um because it's um you know it's like um if you're not seeing elk or you're not finding elk sign you know it's like don't waste your time there um is um you know from what i heard mm-hmm. or like you know uh, gathered from uh, other people's experiences that's one thing about and, elk man like they'll let you know when they're somewhere right Whether yeah they're yeah. at that exact moment or not you'll know that they're there the vicinity. Yeah. you can tell if they've yeah. been there in a few days so um i actually uh i uh i left indianapolis uh like four or five in the morning i think that thursday or something uh must have been like the day of like uh that season opened in colorado and i drove 21 hours straight to that spot. Um, um, That's probably like, the most dangerous part of the trip right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was like, I got to Colorado or not uh, to Denver. I think it was like nine uh, at, in the evening. And I was just like, F it. I like, I was going to stop somewhere initially and like rest up and then um, try to get there in like the afternoon. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm already almost there. Like I'll just, kind of you know get an energy pushing on yeah yeah um you know like it really wasn't too bad um but i get there it's like i think one o'clock in the morning you know and i'm like uh the bad thing about it was like i don't know i've never been here i don't know where i can park like i don't you know uh i'm not used to um you know it's like i see all these like campers out there like you know, uh, like how, you know, is this cool to like pull in next to somebody or like, how close can I be against the rules? Yeah. Like what's, yeah. What's etiquette. Right. You know, it's like, um, and like, especially at like one in the morning, right. Like (laughs) people are sleeping, you know, it's like, I don't want to be that guy. So, um, but I, uh, I eventually like find a spot to pull in and like get out of the truck to like stretch my legs and like, immediately i hear like a bull bugling like um you know right at the top of the mountain and i'm like you know you just stay up later at night (laughs) (laughs) i've never i mean we've been there for eight years i've never heard one from camp not that i can Uh, remember yeah that's crazy yeah that's awesome and it was like you know uh, the the year previous it was like i only heard one bugle um, and it was like way far away, uh, you know, just like a distant whistle type mm-hmm. of bugle. But this one was like, actually like I could hear it clearly. I could pinpoint where he was, uh, type deal. Um, and it didn't seem that far from, um, where I was. So I was like, all right, I got to get like four hours of sleep, you know, <laughs> and then like, I'm gonna go uh, kill him. yeah, uh, get up and going. And, uh, so, uh, I get, I just sleep in the front of my truck. 
uh, in the front seat, um, wake up around like 5.30 or 6, I think, whatever it was, like a little bit uh, before daylight, uh, get everything kind of like ready to go and like just start moving up the mountain. And that's like the, the most, side of that road. like, I don't know, the hardest part for me, like you just drove 21 hours and got four hours of sleep and now you're about to go hike up a mountain with you've never been to 30 40 pounds on your back i mean oof. and it's not like it's an easy walk i mean no i mean we oh no yeah we, was, we take quads a... up this mountain so we know exactly where you walk up and so you and it is it would i mean that's yeah you didn't go to the same mountain in the beginning from if i recall that that what we met on you went a different direction right yeah i went to the one that was east of the road so um mm-hmm. kind of like right on right on the border of that, uh, the unit where we were in. Um, and, uh, it was kind of a little bit of bushwhacking on the way up. Yeah. Uh, won't lie. Um, but, uh, but that first day I, I had the intention of not, um, like camping up there. I just, I was just going to like hunt from the truck. Um, so I, I might've had like, you know, just a few items on or, you know, 20 pounds worth of gear, uh, you know, food and, uh, water and all that, uh, stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, it's like you get up, uh, um, you know, I'm probably like a half mile up the mountain or so. And I'm like, I'm finding sign of, um, you know, elk sign you're finding, you know, uh, rubs, finding, uh, droppings. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, I'm like, uh, this, this is good. And, um, born and raised ain't got shit on me. I'm about to do this day one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, felt pretty good about it. Um, and, uh, you know, continued up the, uh, the mountain, um, didn't find any elk found, you know, lots of cattle, um, that, that are out there, uh, did, you know, uh, see a lot of mule deer as well. Um, I actually was like maybe 50 yards from uh like a nice i guess four by four mule deer out there oh sweet. um you know um he would have been you know uh, a nice deer if he had a tag mm-hmm. um type deal but you know we kind of like had a stare off for you know 30 45 seconds he's just like trying to figure out what i was right um I get to the top and I run into this guy, I think from, uh, he was from Minnesota. Uh, he's out there elk hunting as well. Um, and he's just like, um, yeah. Or I think it was maybe his second year doing it. And he's like, yeah, the first year I, I was out here, I didn't see anything. I was like, great. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, I feel that so much. I feel yeah. what he just was experiencing at that moment. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, you know, uh, my initial goal, like, even like going out there, you know, like, yeah, I wanted to get an elk, but it was like, I just like, at first, I really just want to see an elk, right? right. Like, get that. Like get into them, find them. Baby steps. Yeah. Um, so I'm, you know, uh, it's like halfway through the day and I'm trying to like make my way back down the mountain and this, that storm rolls through, um, and mm-hmm. I, uh, I didn't have my raincoat or my rain pants on oh. me. And, I, and it was just like, because I, it, it was like such a nice day starting mm-hmm. off and I didn't think I, uh, was going to need them. 
but it started like downpouring and I'm like, I'm probably like a mile and a half away from the truck and I'm like running and, um, I'm just soaked, um, get back to the truck and, um, you know, like, at that uh, point you had to be contemplating what the hell did I just, <laughs> like, get myself yeah. into? Yeah. It's just like a feeling of, uh, misery you know uh, a little bit because it's like uh also like boots are wet um luckily for this trip i definitely prepared because i brought three pairs of boots in case oh, damn. <laughs> you, you know uh typically i think people say bring two and i was like i'll just bring all you know yeah i'm gonna bring everything I'll bring every of the boots yeah yeah <laughs> i was like i just need a backup for a backup because like uh yeah definitely your feet or something you got to take care of out there mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and um yeah there's uh, definitely some uh lessons on that you know trying to keep your feet dry um but my feet were soaked uh, from that morning i uh during during my first day i found like a wallow you know i was like uh i'll just go uh, it was you know the storm subsided i think around like four or five o'clock it's like uh that wallow was probably, you know, uh, right, uh, right at about a mile and a half, you know, right when that storm kind of hit, that's where I was. It's like, I'll go sit over that in the afternoon, you know, for the evening sit and, you know, just, uh, if I see something great, you know, but if not, then mm-hmm. I don't have to really go too far to get back to the truck. Um, so I, uh, I, uh, spend the night again in the truck um sleeping in the front seat and then um the next day uh, i decided to go west of um, where i was um and just kind of climb straight up um what i didn't account for was that uh, all the rain from the previous day left everything wet mm-hmm. right so I, I'm on uh, my second pair of boots and I'm like probably a half mile in and all the water from that was on the vegetation had soaked through the pants into my socks, into the boot. Oh, man. So my second pair of boots is drenched. And uh, I was like, I'm too far. I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, it's like, uh, I kind of wish I... I packed gators, but I didn't, or like, uh, I had gators at the truck, you know, uh, but I didn't wear them and I was just, or like, or bring them with me. And it's like, felt, uh, completely foolish. You know, it's like, why even pack the gear if you're not even going to, yeah. Yeah. You know, cause I was like, I need to, I need to be as light as possible. I don't know. But, uh, uh, that morning, um, I hear some bugling, um, I get up into uh, kind of like a valley area and, um, you know, I'm cow calling and um, I hear some, some noise and I'm like, I'm kind of out in the open, but not, you know, just like standing beside a tree in a group of like, I want to say seven cows pops out of the oh, tree. Wow. Um, and, uh, you know, it was like, oh, you're like, you feel like excitement and, and also like, I, you know, it's like, I'm, you know, kind of in the stupor of like, 
oh my god there's like elk here they are know? here like, yeah they yeah. do <laughs> exist and uh and success. i'm not even the, sto- the the trip is now a success i've seen an elk <laughs> yeah and uh you know it's like my brain's not even functioning where i'm you know i'm not i'm not even in like the mode of like oh like i'm actually like hunting these things right mm-hmm. i'm like i'm like i'm just like holy crap they're right there and i'm looking at them you know um this is so cool and uh, and then like i kind of like get my senses together and uh you know pull out the rangefinder like uh take a look they're like 81 yards from me and yeah. i'm like well you know this definitely um send it <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh you know it was like man that's far um but i'll get an arrow ready um in case like something moves closer or you know like um maybe another opportunity you know opportunity shows up but it's like they're all kind of like staring at me and i don't know what like you know like staring me staring at me while i'm like drawing back and like kind of sitting there waiting for something to happen Mm -hmm. and uh they're they're like they see me and they're like, nah, we're going this way. Yeah. Um, something's not they, right. Yeah. They go up the mountain. Um, and, uh, and is this the day that you had your whole camp with you or you, you were decided to camp? No, or? not yet. Um, I, um, uh, I, I was going to, I was planning on, um, just day hunting, um, that day, um, and getting back to the truck. And, and then like my, uh, my plan was like that afternoon to, uh, set into set up like a base camp. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're just trying to kind of get a lay of the land, decide where you kind of want to go. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, you know, I don't know where anything is like, what's, you know, um, like what's even good terrain or like, you know, uh, I, I knew the only thing that was a requirement for me was like, be fairly close to water, you know, cause it's like, um, if I needed, um, <sighs> filter it's water like, or something yeah. yeah um if i if i needed water i had a reliable source to go back to um but uh yeah i kind of spent that day uh walking around in my or after that moment in my soggy boots <laughs> um i actually walked to the north side of that mountain down onto that trail and like i i took like the longest way back i was kind of like trying to figure out like where everything was, uh, had a bushwhack, a bunch of stuff. And I was, um, I was pretty beat, um, by like, I don't know, three or four o'clock is when I got back to the truck. Uh, then it was, uh, yeah, let's get my stuff together, uh, to actually set up a camp. Um, you know, I think this spot would be good. It's about, a mile and a half up the trail or so. Um, and then on my hike up, I think I, this is the first time I actually met you, Andy. Yeah. Uh, you were driving, um, uh, you're driving back from that day, right? Yeah. The morning. Like, hunt, um, so I'm trying to think that's when I went by myself over to a different mountain and everybody else uh-huh. had already gone. So I would just, uh, on my way back to camp. And that's it. I'll have to have a confession. I was like, who is this crazy ass walking <laughs> up this trail? Like I wouldn't have, I'd, I'd never thought of walking way back, back in where we were. Like, I was like, this guy's crazy. There is no way you could pay me enough money to walk back where I just came from. 
And here's yeah. Will just trucking along, man. <laughs> just and and the best mood. I was like, I would be one pissed off dude. And he's like, Hey, how's it going? I mean, you were the nicest guy. And I was like, Man, I feel bad for him, and I probably should have just gave him a ride. I was gonna say. <laughs> so I meet him and say, Nice to meet you. See ya. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> I, I feel guilty from that day for not turning around and giving you a ride back up that mountain. I will have to. Oh, it's, all, it's all good. Uh, I was on my third pair of boots. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no big deal, you know, whatever. That's my third pair of boots of the day, but, you know. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I get up. Uh, what is it? Um, I get up, set, set up my camp that afternoon. Six hours later uh, after that guy left me on the trail. Yeah. I asked him, I said, how far are you going? How far I get. <laughs> and the next day, this dude's at the top of the mountain. I'm like, there is no way that's him. It was. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, set up my camp on that second night. And uh, I was I probably had like two, two hours, hour and a half of daylight left to go hunting. I was like, um, kind of like walk. Uh, a little bit out of camp and uh, I hear some bugling. I was like, all right, game on, you know, like, I, I don't know what it As is. We're flying by this spot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know what it is, but like, I, I think what helps with like elk hunting as far as like motivation is definitely like the bugling and like the noise, you know, like mm-hmm. kind of like Turkey hunting where it's just like, um, you know, like, uh, like they're something's there, there. Yeah. yeah yeah you know they're in the you area know. yeah because i was just going to ask you how in the hell did you keep motivation because you know you talk about you know you had wet feet after the second day you get back to your truck at four o'clock how many people would have would have just said f it taking the I'm, day off i'm staying here the rest of the night yeah i'll worry about it in the morning <laughs> but instead you hike up this mountain and we know where you are and obviously we're not going to tell everybody where we were but it, it wasn't easy, and not only did you get to where you needed to get, then you went freaking hunting, yeah. and you have nobody to bounce that motivation off of. You are by yourself. How did you stay motivated? Um, You know, it's kind of like a... Was it cocaine? Was it lots of cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's kind of like having a, um, a certain mindset, right? Like He didn't um, say no. yeah um you know it's kind of like a practice of like uh, i don't know if you've heard of like stoicism where it's you know um where you're kind of just um you know no matter what the conditions are kind of like brought to you you just kind of know that you know like yeah like it might suck but like you know um that uh, don't let like your emotions really get to you. Right. Kind of, it's you like know. keep your head uh, down mentality. Keep your head down and keep working. Yeah. 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 I mean, that, um, you grew up in New York city. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You just gotta, uh, I don't know. You know, it's like, um, you think about just, uh, at least for me, you know, like this is an opportunity uh, or I feel like, you know, uh, to like go out there and do this, you know, um, and I, I really wanted never. to take it very, yeah, like take it very seriously as, as far as like, you know, I, 
I'm taking time off of work. I'm spending time away from my wife. Like I'm, you know, I've got a lot invested in this, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, um, like I, uh, I don't want to, it's like, I'm not out here on, I like, to me, it's a vacation. Right. But it's like, um, you know, I'm not out here to like lounge on vacation or, you know, yeah. like this is, this is not my, uh, you know, what I want to be doing. Like, yeah. I want to be hunting, right? Yeah. Um, uh, you yeah. know, taking as much, uh, we're soaking it in as much as possible. So, yeah, I um, just I, like I, you, you've only talked about the first two days so far, and it's just like such an inspiration, mm -hmm. you know, because we consider ourselves hardcore elk hunters as well. And mm -hmm. every single year, every any of us have ever been, we have taken afternoons or mornings off. Oh, we'll take, yeah. And, you know, you think about that and you're like, we have other people to motivate us and be like, or maybe we have other people to, to, you know, be like, Hey, us. demotivate you. Take the morning <laughs> off, you know? Hey bud, it's okay. But Roger, <laughs> <laughs> that's my dad. By the way. Uh, anyways, but it, it's just cool. So I'll, I'll let you go back to, so you heard some bugles and you decided to chase them in the last two hours of daylight. Yeah. Um, and this is actually probably one of the most exciting parts of the hunt. Uh, as well because i uh i get into this uh where i you know it's like there's no trees like you can see kind of up the hill and there's um there's a big bull sitting at the top of this hill and i'm you know it's like i confirmed the source of the bugling mm -hmm. you know and it's like he's got probably like eight or ten cows with him you know um and i'm like holy smokes right like that's a herd bull you know like that's that's the guy like that's why i just probably, drove 21 hours yeah is this. Uh, you know this is probably the biggest elk on, on this mountain or like in this area right like mm -hmm. um you're just like um you know and uh so i'm kind of like you know working my way up um this hillside and it's like the kind of like the cows are kind of like uh, meandering around and then like they get to, you know it's like some would like disappear behind some trees and then like as soon as like they disappeared like another group would like kind of come out into the open and it's like you're trying to like minimize your movement and it was like a little bit of a game of like cat and mouse of like you know i'm inch i'm going up a little bit like they like uh they turn like they look in my direction and i'm like i just freeze and then they just go back to whatever they were doing and then i continue moving up you know like I get. Did um, you ever call it all, or did you just? I mean, kind of a, a more stock type of a deal. Oh, um, no, yeah, I was uh, responding uh, with the bugles when I could. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't want to do something like right out in the open. It was like right when I was at the base of the hill, kind of behind trees. I was bugling, and whenever I could get behind something, uh, I would throw out a bugle. So it wasn't like. Uh, I was throwing attention to the, to that spot directly, but right. and um, the nice thing was this was evening. So the thermals were dropping, I'm assuming by yeah. that time. Yeah. And so you had the, the wind in your advantage. Yep. And, um, I kind of get, you know, uh, pretty much right at the base of this, uh, or like the base of the top of the hill, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm like hiding behind this, big pine tree and um you know i'm like 
the the bull up there is is bugling and i'm i'm like trying to be more aggressive with it like acting like i'm a bull coming in take his cows like i would bugle over him mm-hmm. and uh he just kept getting louder and louder and um and i was like looking through the trees and um you know i was like trying to see if i could see anything i you know i, I wanted to stay tucked behind the tree because i didn't know like what was on the other side of it kind of like looking at mm-hmm. that area and um you know that that bull got so close that i could hear him like breathing right you oh, know like man. i could hear the like i could hear how pissed off he was that i was there like um and that was like the you know kind of like the the uh, you know kind of pinnacle moment for me as far as like excitement goes on like you know hunting uh, a game animal or something like that where it's just like you're interacting with something that you know is uh really wants to kick your ass I don't right. know. like <laughs> and um I, i'm I, you know but then uh i you know this being my first time really like doing this or like you know uh being this close to a bull and like trying to you know do the calling sequences and um i didn't have anything in the playbook as far as like what i need to do here to kind of like you know uh get him to uh come a little closer or like get around the tree you know so i could get a shot um and uh kind of just i just ran out of daylight you know um Mm. i um i had no tricks i had i I didn't have i wasn't really prepared for that moment right you know i I, uh, i had no idea what to do as far as like how to get him to come a little closer or like, I, I wouldn't say you weren't prepared. Yeah, I mean, th- those situations only—I mean, it don't, you only know what to do in those situations from experiences, right? Yeah, you, yeah. You can read all you want. I mean, we all watch like Born and Raised and Corey Jacobson and all those videos. Yeah, but when you're actually in a moment like that, it, it is—it's so crazy. I mean, just mm-hmm. it's crazy to be in. You—you you don't really. You're still trying to. Your one, brain isn't functioning as much as you would like it to. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Totally surreal experience. Um, you know, uh, the bull continued to, you know, uh, bugle, and I was like, uh, I lost. You know, it, it was too dark to see, and I was like, I'm just gonna slip out of here. I don't want to. Uh, do anything to spook them to deter them from like coming back here tomorrow you know um so i get out of there um and uh kind of the following day um i uh i go around um kind of like uh checking the those same areas i was in um and then i go um uh, basically hiking uh kind of like the uh you know that trail um if you take it all the way down in it wise and you got like that uh if you go south on that on the uh, uh atv trail it gets all rocky and stuff yeah you get that 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 hilly uh or that mountain right there um i went up that the next day and i know exactly uh, what you're talking about and that is no fun no yeah 
that day was terrible because um, it was like <laughs> yeah. probably the, the steepest incline um, out of all the mountains. Or I chose like the steepest face to climb to. Um, you know, didn't end up finding anything there. And I was like, um, uh, got back to my camp that afternoon. And uh, well, I guess uh, a funny story, like during that day, uh, I was I was cow calling, and then I heard some cow calling, and uh, then I was like, "Oh, uh, you know, maybe there's an elk over here." And <laughs> um, you know, through some, you know, it was like a sequence of like me cow calling and getting responses from a cow call, and it's like we're getting closer and closer, and then it's like you like look around the tree, and then it's like another hunter yep. standing there and you're just like congrats on oh, your man. first doug flutie <laughs> yeah or as uh your dad would say yeah. tom brady tom brady tom, you yeah. tom brady the shit out of him <laughs> uh it was kind of it, it was funny uh it was like i could tell you know probably like you know halfway through it that it, it wasn't going to be an elk but i was like i should just follow through with it because who knows right and uh just because it was just like erratic changes in uh in the calls right it was like uh you know uh, like it sounded like a calf elk and a cow elk and then you know uh all coming from like the same source mm-hmm. so um it was kind of funny but uh, uh going back to the, i guess yeah that evening i go back to that same spot where i saw that bull the night before and um i uh i'm hearing some bugling um and i get back to that area and i look down the hill and kind of uh in the opposite direction of where i came up uh the day previous um on the other side on the bottom of that hill was uh, a bull elk i could see um and he was like hugging the timber line. Um, and, uh, I was trying to, you know, uh, work on him too, as far as like throwing bugles and things like that. Um, and I was hiding behind trees, throwing calls. Um, and then I think I got probably about like, let's say 200 yards from him and he just shut up. Like Mm. he, um, I think it like he knew something was up and wasn't going to say anything and was going to try to figure out what I was. Right. And, um, again, it was just like, uh, I, do I sit here and wait? What do I, or, you know, I don't know what to do, um, type deal. And it, again, it's like an eating type type situation. Um, so I'm losing light. Uh, don't, you know, it's like this spot is two for two on like bull elk, you know, this time of day, like, I'm, I'm not trying to like screw this area up. So, um, like I better just back out, you know, I don't know where, where he's at thermals are switched, you know, they're, they're going towards him. Um, you know, there's a high likely, uh, likelihood that he would smell me. So, uh, kind of dipped out of there. Um, uh, then, uh, so what day are we on here? What day would that be? Like day four? 
that was day three. Day three. So yeah. Um, so the following day, um, I was I was actually like pretty exhausted from day three, mm-hmm. uh, going up that one mountain. Yeah. Hiking a lot. It was it was pretty hot. I think it was I think in the eighties, if I recall. Mm-hmm. Um, for, just exhausted overall, and um, you know I told myself like I probably just need a day to kind of like chill. Um, right. but so only hiked 14 miles that day. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, instead of, yeah, doing like the whole, like going around looking for elk, I was like, I'm just going to go to the spot that I saw the elk at. I'm just going to sit there all day. Like, I'm mm-hmm. just, this is turning into like a whitetail hunt, you know, <laughs> like, just going to um, wait them out. You know, it's like the, uh, the area is good. You know, I know there's traffic here. You know, uh, uh, this is a good way to like kind of cool off for for a day. And um, I spent, yeah, like sat there for half the day, went back to my camp, like got water and lunch, went back to that spot. Um, and I sat there until, and then right about like, I would say five o'clock, um, I'm like hearing something kind of like coming up the hill. And, uh, lo and behold, uh, there's another bull walking up and Holy he's crap. 67 yards from me. And I didn't, you know, um, I didn't notice him there until he was that close and I'm sitting underneath this pine tree. Um, and I'm like, uh, oh, you, it's just like, he's, he's coming towards me and, uh, I need to get in, like a shooting lane open. And, um, I, uh, I kind of like crawl out, uh, from underneath this pine tree and just to try to get a little bit more out in the open. And as I'm like crawling out, I like step on a twig and that, uh, as soon as that snapped, he, uh, he snapped his head straight at me, you know, like he's like looking like deep into my soul. (laughs) They they tend to do that. What's up, bro? (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah. You might as well just, I, uh, I just froze, you know, I did not move. Uh, I, you know, just like, I'm just looking at, you know, we're looking at each other, but I don't even know if he knows that I'm there and, and he just goes back to grazing and I'm like, uh, you know, being more deliberate about like how slow I'm moving to kind of like get out and like get ready to take a shot. Cause like, uh, I told myself like going into it that I, um, I didn't really want to take a shot over 60 yards. Mm-hmm. It's like pretty much what I practiced. Um, or like felt like I was always on the money. Um, I could, I could hit targets at like 70, 80 yards, but it's, you know, um, it, it's not as like, uh, dialed in, you know, um, right. it'd be a little bit more like I could hit the target, but it's not, you know, not where you where want it in. necessarily could hit yeah. him in the ass or in yeah. the kill zone. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's at 67 yards, uh, work, you know, slowly working his way towards me. Um, and, you know, after that moment with the, uh, the twig breaking, he, uh, like every five to 10 seconds, he would just snap his head and look at me 
yeah. you know, and it's like, I was moving so slow that I could like catch him, like getting ready to look at me and I'd stop. And he would do that. Uh, he was doing that for like maybe two minutes of me, like trying to get <laughs> um, uh, ready for a shot. So like, he's already kind of spooked mm-hmm. and, um, but you know, he ends up turning broadside and I range him and he's at 64 yards. And I'm just like, close enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, like it's running through my mind. Right. It's like, I just, just aim a little high, you know, like an inch or two high and you're good. Right. Like that's, um, but I was like still trying to like, like stick to my guns as far as like a six, you know, 60 yards or less. And I was like, he'll, you know, uh, he'll be, you know, within, you know, and ideally 40 yards is like two steps. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know, ideally I, w- I would have won him at, you know, 40 yards. Right. Cause it's like, even more so I'm like super confident at 40 yards. Like I, I could, you know, uh, hit 10 ring on that. No problem. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm sitting there waiting and waiting and then it's like, I feel the, uh, the wind, kind of like push behind me uh towards him and he just pops his head up and he's like i'm out <laughs> and oh. <laughs> um you know it was just kind of like uh you're, you're thinking in the back of my head is like i should have just like taken the shot but like um you know i guess it's just you know uh feeling comfortable with your limits but yeah, I will tell you like going to sleep that night was terrible. Um, cause it was like, all I could think about was the just what like, ifs. Yeah. yeah. The what ifs on that. Yeah. If somebody um, can, uh, prescribe to me how you stop thinking about those giant, I wouldn't call it a mistake, but what you probably perceive as, as an opportunity or a mistake slipping by, I had the same thing uh-huh. happen last year with you. Mm-hmm. I still freaking think about it today. It's, it's over. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do about it. It's done mm-hmm. with. If somebody could tell me how you just drop those out of your memory, that'd be great because, you know, I, I like to harp on stuff. And I'm guessing that night, especially once again, by yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like just was, all the stuff running through your mind. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, definitely tough. Um, and, I, I mean, like, I guess now I can say I don't regret it. But, like, you know, it's like at that time you just uh, – it's kind of like – I don't know, just a sinking feeling. I mean, um, but, uh, you know, eventually you kind of get over those things. And then there's, you know, other aspects in hunting too. You know, it's like I've uh, I've shot at deer and missed mm-hmm. plenty of times. Um, actually, more than I would probably care to admit, you know. <laughs> but, uh, and they happen to be, you know, complete misses or, you know, uh, you know, fortunately um but like you know especially if it's like an um you know a nice buck or something like that you just like you just you know some of that stuff will haunt you but you mm-hmm. just kind of have to i don't know i don't know a better way to say like get over it but <laughs> just keep your right. head down again you know keep your head yeah. down and keep working which which you did obviously yeah um so i was day four right yep Okay. Um, so day five, um, I decided to go check out another area that is 
completely different with the mindset of like, well, I went to this spot, you know, uh, I was three for three on seeing bull elk in this one spot. And I was like, uh, I've got a spot that's close to where I'm camping that, um, I can almost feel confident that I can rely on coming back in the evenings. Right. So mm-hmm. it was like, I, I, you know, uh, let's go check it out like a completely new area. Um, get up on, you know, get to the base of this mountain, um, start, start going up, um, you know, cow calling every, I don't know, a few hundred yards or so, um, you know, wor- working your way up, uh, and an elk, uh, kind of come through, um, the, the, the woods and the forest, um, and, um, as you guys know, that spikes are not legal in mm-hmm. Colorado. Micah, Micah, oh, yeah. Micah is well aware. He yeah. could have yeah. killed, what, three of them last year? Yeah, could have killed three. <laughs> so a big old spike came out. Um, Freaking 400-inch spike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was uh, it was cool to see, you know, but it was like it's definitely one of those things where you're just like, you know, just a little bit of a sigh. Um, nice like, little solid right, kick in like, the nuts. You know, yeah. however you want to explain it. You know, um, uh, that's probably like 8.30 in the morning. And I'm still like working my way up uh, the mountain. And um, actually, uh, I had like picked out this spot um, through like e-scouting that I was going to go to. Um, so uh, it's very, I, like, I think it's very important that uh People kind of like, you know, a part of the pre-planning is e-scouting and dropping pins where you think you need to go. Um, and um, I'm actually probably, uh, you know, literally a couple hundred yards from my pin. And I'm as I'm cow calling, uh, I see elk legs through the woods, like coming through. And... Um, uh, I have no idea if it's a bull or a cow. Um, I'm kind of, you know, uh, just waiting. But uh, I I get an arrow uh, knocked, and I'm uh, kind of uh, just seeing what happens. And um, I, as soon as I see that uh, it is a cow elk, I'm like, all right, you know, um, like if this. If I, if I'm presented an opportunity on this, you know, I'm going to go for it. Um, so I see the cow elk, um, actually, uh, try to win me by, uh, you know, by following the thermals, um, you know, early in the morning, you still got thermals going down the mountain. Um, and this is like right at like 10 o'clock. Um, right. Um, start start yep. yeah, uh, stuff switching in. So I can tell that she's like, she's trying to um, get on the downwind inside of me. And I think like, uh, must I've just must have lucked out on the time of day. Cause like, right as she's like going that way, you know, I'm like, I'm checking the wind checker as this is going on. And it's like, it's going to my right. And then it's like, all of a sudden it's like, everything shifted and, um, you know, uh, started shifting up, uh, up the mountain. And she's on the uh, uh, downside of me, and um, I, you know, I, 
I see like where she's probably going to be walking through. And I kind of like, I, I didn't even have time to kind of uh, pull out my rangefinder and check. I was like, that tree looks like it's 40 yards away that, or, you know, like, like right here, you know, where she's going to walk looks like it's 40 yards away. Uh, she kind of gets out in, the, in that opening and, uh, you know, I uh, let it go. Um, I could see that um, I hit her and, um, you know, she kind of like takes off and I'm sitting there just like uh, kind of like uh, soaking it in for a minute, you know, just, you know, uh, I, I, I hear her run off, but then like, um, I don't hear any more uh, noise and uh, it's like, oh, maybe she's already down, you know. Um, so I go to the spot where, well, before I move, I range the, uh, the tree that I thought was 40 yards. I was, it was 41 yards. So I was pretty dang close. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, not bad. Uh, give you a passing grade for, on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right there on the money and, um, go over there to like, look for my arrow and blood. If I could find it, uh, find some blood on the ground, um, and uh, eventually, like, find my arrow. And I'm like, all right, like, let's see where she went. And it's like, she didn't probably went, like, 40 to uh, maybe max 50 yards from where I shot her. Heck, yeah. Um, she was actually um, uh, laying underneath this tree. And, um, you know, I get up there. And, um, you know, it's kind of like uh, – you know, uh, everyone's, you know, worst nightmare also walking up on animals is that they're still alive. Oh, yeah. And, um, but she like turned her head and like looked at me and, uh, like I knew that like it was a mortal hit and I was like, um, you know, uh, I hurried up and, you know, got another arrow, uh, ready and basically, uh, you know, uh, shot her in the heart um, just to make sure that, uh, you know, it was over. Um, and, you know, it was just like, um, you know, it's like one of those weird moments where, you know, it's like, um, you're such a beautiful animal, you know, um, you know, and uh, you want to do everything you can to uh, make sure that, you know, um, uh, they you don't know, suffer or anything like that. Um, yeah, you want to make it a quick ethical kill as you know as painless mm -hmm. as you can, I guess, on them. Right. Um, but um, you know, uh, you know, after um, uh, you know, after she was dead, um, you know, made sure to um, you know thank her for her life and. Uh, you know, it was just like kind of like that overwhelming feeling of just like, you know, like holy, holy shit! I, <laughs> I just, I just, I just killed you know, an elk. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, um, you're, there's a lot uh, of like emotions going through your mind, right? I'm guessing you're happy. Mm -hmm. You're you're also a little bit sad. Yeah, for, for them, um, you know. I mean, I I get it. I mean, we've all experienced those feelings. And then you're like. Now I got to break Holy this. Holy shit, she's big. Yeah, I got a lot <laughs> yeah. of work ahead of me. Oh yeah, the work yeah, just yeah. started. Yeah, 
Um, and now we'll get I, to uh, we'll get to the part of the story that is you know how we come to know you. So I mean, obviously keep going, but this is you know not far from when we meet. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, I uh, I go ahead and get um get her ordered out. Um. I uh I ended up just packing out like a rear uh a hind leg and uh, the back straps. Um in my first loadout um, because I, you know, that ended up like with all the gear that I had with me probably was going to be like 80 pounds worth of stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so uh, it's like, um, and it's kind of like, I would say 80 is where I would feel like, uh, or what I would think I can like survive um, hiking with or like kind of like what i the max of what i like trained with um you know uh, if i was over 100 pounds uh you know i I feel like my knees might give out might just roll down the hill yeah (laughs) um what kind of uh uh sucked about this you know uh that's that area it was like it was actually a lot of deadfall around Mm -hmm. there too so you're we um, call that hell's asshole (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're you're kind of cl- climbing over all these um you know uh trees and like trying to find like the you know what looks like it's going to be the easiest way to travel out you know it's like instead of like being able to beeline anywhere you know you're just like Zig-zag it's like a maze back, yeah. yeah you're just like navigating you know uh is there something easier to climb over than you know especially if you've got 70 80 pounds in your in your pack um but uh eventually get um out to the trail um start i think it was like horse trail right yeah uh, where it used to be and uh i start hiking down i think uh probably like mile mile and a half from that spot is where I ran into uh, you guys. Two douchebags. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So let, let's stop your story there, and then we'll start how we got to that spot. So, uh, yeah, that we, was our we were last at, day. Uh, that was our last day. We were at camp, and uh, I think everybody was pretty much done. Everybody was pretty well like, "We're this is it. We're, I'm finished. Yeah. And uh, We were going home the next day. Yeah, yep. and um, Andy and I <laughs> both said, dude, let's let's just give it. Like one more time, like one more. We have a little tradition, somewhat. We go, we walk up the trail that Will's walking down. Right. Typically, on at least once during the trip. Typically, the last day, just to try to drum something up. Yeah, it's like a hail mary type of, yeah. you know, trip. And so, our dumbasses decide to do it. Yep. And uh, we get, I don't know, mile up the trail or whatever it was, or not even that probably. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're stopping, taking a break, and I we look actually up. stopped, took a picture because the sun was coming through the trees, <laughs> yeah. and there's this rock like face almost, uh, kind of face, kind of like step, like little part of the trail, yeah. and it's just beautiful there. So we stopped, took a picture, and I'm looking down at my phone. I took a picture, and Nate goes, "There's a guy right there." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I looked at there's my, fo- I looked right at my there. phone. There's no guy in the pants. I look up, I'm like, "Oh, there's a guy right there." And like, <laughs> yeah. and I don't know, you just like appeared at the top of this like little rock yeah. trail. Yep. And then he uh, he starts walking towards us. We we we're still tired, and uh, he starts walking towards us. And I look at Andy. I go, uh, he's got he's got meat on his pack. So blood on his pants. Yeah. yeah. 
And uh, anyway, okay, I'll let you take over and you can, you know, tell the rest of it. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I think it was, um, or yeah, like coming down the hill, uh, you know, running into you guys. It was like, obviously, I, um, I ran into Andy uh, earlier and was like, oh, like you're know, just kind of like a familiar face, right? You know, right. it's like I didn't, don't, uh, didn't really know anything about him, but uh, it was like, Hey, um, an asshole wouldn't give me a ride. <laughs> <laughs> and then he didn't help uh, us back meet. <laughs> yeah. But it, uh, I, it was, uh, you know, uh, cool to kind of like, you know, uh, like chat with you guys, uh, for a minute. And yeah, we you know, exchanged, just, um, like I took your, uh, Garmin information. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. We told you, and I don't think it ended up happening exactly how we were thinking it might. Um, but we told you, hey, you know, our camp is uh, right down, you know, in this area. At the end of this trail, you do this, and our camp is yeah, there. Yeah. And there's two guys there named Micah and Pat. When yeah. our thought was me and Nate yeah. are up there hunting, Micah and Pat can you know, can help Will get back to his truck, get his right. stuff. And uh, thinking they weren't doing anything down there, but, you know. But you didn't, uh, you didn't actually end up getting down to the base of our camp on foot. You ended up, yeah, you getting... ended up walking to your truck. Yeah. Um, so, like, I I was intending, I think, initially to walk to your camp, and then like, I think I got turned at some point. Um, what was it? Ha- did you get turned around in an area that was full of young aspens? Yeah, yeah. That's it, it, I know like, exactly where he got lost. Yep. Um, it was, it was like, but there was like another trail, right? Yep. And yep. Like, um, I took that, you know, it was like thinking that was the trail I needed to be on. And then it was like, like kind of, I kind of like emerged close to the other trail that was like going to take me back to my truck. It was like, you know what? I'll just go back to the truck and, yeah, you know, uh, like just drive to the camp. Cause, um, you guys already described how to, you know, it's like, uh, had I not known with your directions, like I would have had no idea how to get there. Um, almost because, you know, just like that, even that gate, you know, you're just like when you're driving, Oh yeah. that's like something I'm not familiar with. Right. It's just like, this is still public ground, but like, there's a fence, you know? Yeah. Um, yep. Yep. and, um, so, uh, I, yeah, I got back to my truck through, uh, the meat and the cooler that I had on me uh like just took a minute to you know kind of catch myself because it was like uh i was pretty pretty exhausted at that point (laughs) um guarantee it but i uh i drive down to you guys' camp and i remember pulling in and like uh micah (laughs) and patrick like looking at me like who the <laughs> we're hell like is this what is going on here and so you stick your head out the window or any of you guys uh micah and pat and we're like yes <laughs> and we were like either something uh yeah nathan and uh pat or andy they were he was saying you could uh give me some help or what or you said do you know andy and uh nathan <laughs> we're like yeah, what's going on? We either figured it was really good news that they what killed an elk idiots get into? or, you know, something bad had happened. Nathan so, fell down again and hurt something. Yeah, yeah. so we yeah. got up and, uh, you know, you explained the situation that you ran into them. Uh, and 
they offered and we would have done it either way but we were like okay yeah so we decided to get in the quads and we were going to meet them at the top of the trail anyways to pick them up after they were done hunting so it worked out really so we were able to give you a ride up to your base camp so that you could get mm. your camp uh packed up yeah and we yeah went, yeah and then we went up to the top of the mountain and waited on Nathan and Andy, and we actually met some other guys from... Uh, it really was one of the coolest evenings I've ever had. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was, was a good cool time. You know, Andy and I, actually, what was funny, really fun, which other hunters probably wouldn't have thought this was that funny, but as we're coming out, uh, we decided to bugle, and then they replied, just had some fun. You know, we knew it was each other, but um, Andy and I get back to the... or get to where they're pick us, picking us up, and we see Will again which we weren't expecting to see him. We we would have figured they would have already, you know, taken him somewhere and he would have right. been dropped off. But we see Will again with them. And then we also see two other guys that I ran into the day before named uh, Heston and Fritz. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, we all sat there for how long do you think, Will? An hour just talking and enjoying ourselves? and Yeah, I think we were there like an hour before you even showed up too. Yeah, like right. We, um, you know, we're sitting there chatting for a while. I mean, just sharing stories and um, just kind of, uh, you know, just talking about you know, shooting the shit, right? Yeah, yeah it was a good so, time. It was great. I mean, that honestly, last year was one of those years that, you know, we built camaraderie with camaraderie with complete strangers. Um, yeah. I remember being up there and like I had a bunch of snacks left in my pack and that was our last night. And I'm sitting there like, Heston, you want a fruit roll up? Hey, Fritz, you want a fudge round? Yeah, you know, just... Yeah, yeah, we were handing out goodies to those them, guys because they were they, they were still going. Yeah, they, they still were camped up there still. Yeah, yeah. And so mm-hmm. they were they still had a few days, and so I mean, then we ended up getting back. Everybody, you know, went our separate ways, and you came down, and your truck was already parked at uh, by our camp. So you ended up uh, staying there, sitting around the fire with us, having a good time, and you got to meet our uh, yeah, our got fantastic meet, camp cook. Yeah, yeah father yeah. And ate some dinner with Andy's us, dad, and so. Yeah. Ate some supper with us and and just really had some, uh, you know, not to well, be we weird to, with the term, but some fellowship together yeah. for the evening. Yeah, yeah. You got to celebrate Sit around your kill. the fire and yeah, you know, um, uh, definitely it was one of those uh, times where it's just like, you know, I yeah, I I can survive being alone, but like uh, it's really nice sometimes to even like have someone to talk to or you know like after you know a, a period of that length it's like not that i didn't already like human interaction would, yeah. yeah had didn't have human interaction but it's just like um you know like how much you know i thought to myself how much it would have sucked you know if it's like i did all this and it was like i just I, hey you don't have cell phone reception either while you're out there so it's not no. like i could right. call anyone and like talk about it it was just like you know, it would have so, been. Uh, so I loaded uh, up like, in my truck and I go home. It's like you know, <laughs> you know, it kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was kind of right. it was kind of cool to be able to celebrate. You know, yeah, with, yeah. with uh, guys that you you didn't know, but you know, got to know that evening. And you know, we told stories, and um, mm-hmm. you told us the story of the hunt and some other stories you had, stories that you just told on this show tonight. Uh, yeah, you told us that night, and but it was it was just really awesome to to share in your success a dude that we never met mm-hmm. from Indiana. And, uh, you know, we got to share in your success. And, you know, 
He did really didn't share. Like he did all of it. Well, we got <laughs> to he packed that sucker out on his own. We got to experience his happiness and right. you know, sit there with him, listen to the story, um, meet you know meet some other cool guys too, and um, yeah. So I mean, after that, so unfortunately, then the next day, we we're had- we're packing camp up, <laughs> and one last kind of like screw you to Will. <laughs> We're packing camp up, and what are you you doing at that, he was at that already, moment? He was already gone. <laughs> uh, I had to uh, go back up the mountain and grab uh, the rest of the meat yeah. uh, the following day. Uh, I think I, I left basically at daylight or like, you know, 30 minutes before sunrise. Um, and I think it took me 11 hours total to make two more trips up and back down. Oh, to get the rest um but uh surprisingly uh, it wasn't uh, like it wasn't terrible uh kind of like enjoyed it but it also was like uh a little bittersweet Ready as far as done. like well you know it's just like it's over you know like um it's like uh you know once i get back to the truck i gotta like get back on the road and head out right you know it's like um not I guarantee really, you know, that twenty-one hour drive home was a lot more fun. Yeah, 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 though. yeah, yeah. Um, went, got, yeah, got back in the truck, um, drove to Denver, and then didn't do the crazy you know, <laughs> drive uh, straight back. I, I stopped in Denver and uh, got a hotel and a shower, and <laughs> <laughs> yep. you know. Uh, it like at that moment it finally like hit that like uh like my feet were sore you know that was like the uh i think that was the you know or you do all like that physical um uh work for that long and you just like you're kind of numb to it but then like once you get back into society and like you're not really having to like use anything anymore it's like then everything just starts to hurt and mm-hmm. you know you, you realize that you've been on your feet too long but. yep 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 all right so before we kind of wrap things up one last question are you gonna do it again uh i, I plan on going um back out this year yeah um i do have one buddy who is a tentative yes so there you i go. might not be going um still this time around i know uh people have been uh, people were definitely, uh, interested in it. A few people um, regret not going, did they? <laughs> yeah, I think it's, um, you know, I, it's just kind of hard to kind of describe to someone like what to expect out there. Right. You know, cause it's like, um, it, like if you're not a, a hunter, let's, or like, if you're not like a, let's say, you know, hardcore hunter or anything like that, you know, it's like, you know, uh, or do you think you're going to enjoy it as much? Right. And it's like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. my friends that went the year previous, um, I think they had a good experience. Right. Um, and, uh, it was still a good time. Um, I think it's, um, but the, until you like really experience like having, you know, uh, I guess elk or any type of, you know, whatever game you're looking for, like, um you know out in front of you or like having that you know um uh kind of excitement level you know it's kind of 
um, it's hard to describe like, you know, how it gets addicting. Right. Right. Um, what exactly to the, expect? Yeah. Yeah. So follow up question to Micah, are you planning on going back to the same area? Are we going to see uh, you I again? Think, yeah. If you guys are going to go to the same area, I think well, we uh, we'll see. probably will. So we need to keep yeah. in touch because if you go back to the same area and we go back to the same area, we need to eat dinner together some night. You know, I'm, Oh yeah, I'm sure for Albert sure. would yeah. uh, whip up if he's with us. Right. Uh, make a couple extra plates and we need some break some bread together. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I I think that's a uh, yeah. Um, if anything, I know you're going to see me where you've been seeing those bulls. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know where you're talking. You know, I, about. Uh, you're not even going to be there. <laughs> we don't know that yet. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, I think. Um, uh, I definitely uh, would love to meet up. I don't know if um, even if those other guys are going to be out there again too. Um, yeah, would it be, uh, we'll have to we'll uh, have to just keep in touch, man. It'd be uh, it'd be cool to see you again and you know uh, have a beer. You know, it's it's awesome. I mean, the, we we wanted to have you on because it's such an inspiration to uh, to people out there that might be thinking about it that don't have anybody that wants to do it with them that don't have mm-hmm. anybody that knows anything about it i'm not saying yeah. it's it's easier to be by yourself it's definitely not but if you want to do it there's nothing really stopping you from doing it but you right it's just the ultimate yeah, public land story yeah I mean, this is the it, ultimate it, public land story the dude went one year with an outfitter after barely being a hunter for two years before that and decided i am going to do this yep and i'm going to do it on my own and I'm gonna do it on public land, and he did it. Yep. That's that's all there. I mean, there's and, nothing stopping you from doing it. Yeah. And he had success. And he was successful. Which screw you for that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's just yeah. it's it's a it is a true testament to this is the idea of hunter recruitment and getting people into stuff. This is you're the ultimate story of someone who decides they want to do it, and then they do it. There's nobody that can tell them they really can't do it along the way. Yeah, it takes all. Um, it just, I, I think the most important thing you can carry with you uh, through all this is just like the mindset, like the mental aspect of it, you know, um, and even like leading up to it and preparing, um, you know, it's like I didn't have to, you know, uh, put my other obligations to the side, you know, uh, to do this either right it wasn't like a uh you know uh, gave up anything else going on in my life to do it you know it's just like um you just have to you know um kind of take it as you can and um you know just have a positive attitude you know if you're, right you know uh, and, uh you know confidence kills you know um, that's, what's going to get you, um, you know, success in the mountain is having confidence. Yeah. Well, man, it, it's an awesome story and one that we were excited to, to let people hear. Um, you guys got any more questions or, or, uh, will, do you have anything else before we wrap this one up? Um, no, I, I just want to say, yeah, thanks again for, um, you know, having me on and, um, you know, uh, let me share my story. Um, you know, uh, it's like, or, you know, thinking about, 
Um, you know, I'm talking about that story with the bull that, it, you know, you have like slight regrets on. Right. And it's like, you know, if I shot that bull, I probably wouldn't have met you guys. Right. You know? right. So it's like, um, maybe it's kind of more fate that way, you know, and it's like, uh, you know, I'd rather, and, you know, uh, I feel like it's more meaningful to uh, meet people like you guys out in the field and create stories and um, share experiences with each other than, you know, uh, worrying about like, you know, uh, what you take home or something, you know? It's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's about uh, creating those experiences. Yeah. And it's kind of cool. I mean, not that we're anything important, but it's kind of cool that you randomly run into two guys who host a podcast and then, yeah. you know, end up having dinner with them that night and, you know, a couple months later now are on their show talking about this cool story of yours. It's yeah. just, you know, it's just kind of cool. I mean, um, not that just people with an outlet to be able to tell the story. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, mm -hmm. you know, what are the chances of even that on yeah. top of, you know, running into us and having dinner with us and all that cool stuff. So yeah, we, we yeah. really enjoyed, um, meeting you and, you know, becoming friends with you and, um, hope to see you again next year. And, uh, hopefully you get somebody with you, but if not, I'm sure you'll be fine by yourself. It's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, definitely appreciate it guys. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this year. I've already, you know, started getting ready for it. So, um, luckily, don't have to do as much e-scouting. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, awesome, man. Well, congrats again. Uh, awesome story. Guys, if you don't have anything else, we're going to wrap this one up. All right, man. Yeah. We'll have a good one. See you, buddy. All right. You see too. You, see you, man. See ya. That's right. a heck of a story. I mean, just – He's very go elk hunting. Oh, for me for sure. Yeah, but uh, I don't think I could be by myself that long. That's a I mean, long that, time, man. He, that was, takes... he was one with nature there for a week. Yeah, yeah. He was dedicated. I mean, oh, and like that story he told about um, running out of daylight with that bull. That means he walked his ass back to a camp, however many miles, in the pitch black by himself. Yeah, that freaked me the hell out. <laughs> yeah, you don't hard. like the dark. I never you? did ask him. I don't. No, I'm not. The dark doesn't bother me. It's the fucking things in the dark. <laughs> so and you're scared of the like, dark. I was going to ask him. The boogeyman. <laughs> no, I was going to ask him. I wonder if he was packing, being alone. Oh, you know? We should have We should have asked him that, you know, because I carry a sidearm. Yeah, you carry a sidearm deer hunting. No, I don't. Not anymore. I used uh, to. Okay, I was yeah, going to say, yeah. you used no, to. I, used I was to. like, why are you carrying a sidearm? Well, I, used I, don't to, know. I used to carry. Case. I used to carry a sidearm at all times. Ooh, so, sure. I mean, how's that any different? <laughs> You never know what you're going to see in the freaking woods, man. Some crazy freaking meth head walks through, like happened to me this year. Uh, yeah. You never know. But, uh, yeah, curious if he did that. But, yeah, it was an awesome story, man. I mean, he was he was going all out. Just three pairs of boots by day two. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. Meets so. this freaking guy coming down the trail. Hey, what's up? When what's up, man? <laughs> did you ever, like, afterwards think – probably should offer like it did it ever register so at the moment i was very angry for some reason coming down that well, that's because when you had that scream fest <sighs> was it was that it was the, that day you were by yourself i can't remember if it was that day or it was another day but i had just marched like i did not want to be where i was i was tired i was mad uh you guys were all gone i i think i was like the last one coming down the mountain and so you're like well they didn't even wait for me <laughs> yeah so i was just mad and i seen this guy and i checked i mean just wanted to check on him you know and he was the happiest person just walking up that mountain. I'm like, well, if 
Fuck, all right. I guess like, he's doing okay. <laughs> this dude's, you know, decided he's doing this shit. I'll let him do it. Yep, let there him do his go. thing. And uh, hindsight, I probably should have been a better person that day. But uh, I mean, who knows? You know, it's just like you guys had a conversation. It's not like you were a jerk. It's just yeah. didn't even think of it. And then afterwards, yeah. you're like, ah. But yeah, in reality, uh, maybe no, because that was the day before. I was going to say he wouldn't have seen those seven cows, but it was the day before. Right. So he might not. But that was the night, the night he got into that bull and yeah. ran out of dark or daylight. He would have had more time and probably <laughs> killed it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's, that's, Thanks, that's true. Will, yeah. way to go. Sorry, Will. I'll, I'll be better next time. Yeah. yeah. Will did a great job. We realized it was a, a bit of a long episode, but it was, you know, a really cool story. And, you know, we wanted him to be able to tell that story. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of almost as a memento as for freaking being a badass. Yeah. And, uh, you know, taking the bull by the horns and making it happen. Yeah. So, uh, just uh, waiting on one last thing. You guys want to joke? Yep. Yep. You guys want to joke? Yeah, it'd be nice. You did promise. I told my boss a joke today. I asked her, I said, <clears throat> what's the what's the strongest days of the week? I don't know. What? What the are weekends. The weekends? All the rest are weekdays. <laughs> okay. She shook her head and she, she said, have a good day. So I got up and went home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, it was better, better than last that, week. That was better. That was better. <laughs> so. It's best I got for today. Hey, we'll, we'll take it. It's it's a nice little note to end on, you know, because yeah. we can only get better from here. Yeah. For next week. Because yeah, apparently I'm, I'm offensive. With my dad jokes to people. <laughs> they just need to be better. That's they all just we're need saying. to be better. That's we all need there. you to be better. Apparently they're so bad, I offend people, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you I'm do. Offending, offending dads everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're a bad, you're giving dads a bad name all over the country. I guess. Sorry, dads. <laughs> all right, buddies. See you. Did I say, I just say buddies? You said buddies. <laughs> Later.